Hi, this is Michael Schultz and welcome to my photography podcast. Hi, welcome back everybody to a new episode of the Michael Schultz Photography Podcast. First of all, I have to say thank you very much for all your feedback. It was great. I got some feedback for my first episode I launched last week on the, at the weekend and it was almost all positive. So thank you so much for this. Um, I know I have to work on some stuff also on my um, language and uh, my words I use, <laughs> but I try my best to enhance the podcast every week. All right, so let's start with our new topic. Um, I was thinking a lot about uh, photography. When it comes to photography, you um, basically have to motivate yourself a lot. And um, one of the things I want to talk about is the topic getting things done. Um, also, I thought about getting things done and basically it's not that easy to talk about because of course a lot of people um, try to approach this topic and they try to think about how they can get things done and it's very personal individ individual journey for everybody but um, I try to explain my process or my thinking behind it a little bit. Um, in today's episode I want to talk about getting things done And I want to talk about the little steps. So let's break it down a little bit to a subtopic. And I think um, we start from there. So this idea came to me when I was walking in the Camino de Santiago in northern Spain um, three years ago. So I had my sabbatical and I decided to walk this way to give myself some time to think about my life, to think about what I want to do next. And um, when I was walking this way, um, it is basically, or the whole journey basically, is like a project. So you start at point A and you want to go to point B, right? And um, a project usually um, has um, a time frame. So uh, things you can manage now or in the next five minutes are not a project. They're usually a task. And when it comes to project, you have to overview a certain amount of time. So when I first started in the journey in um, northern Spain, I had a time frame of around five weeks in front of me and I had a distance of around 500 miles in front of me. What seems like a little bit, I would say, scary in the beginning because I never worked or walked 500 miles in my life before. And um, for me, it was kind of a project. So I was thinking about, okay, how can I really... Um, approach this 500 miles walk because you get really if you see the number you start in um, the town it's called Saint-Jean-Pierre-de-Pont it's like a little French town on the border at the border to Spain and once you see the sign Santiago de Compostela 500 miles um, it is a little bit scary to be honest so you start thinking about it and you start thinking of The only way you can approach point B, which is Santiago de Compostela, which is 500 miles away, is to basically just to start walking. That's the easiest answer. So you start walking and um, you forget a little bit about the bigger journey. So you think, don't think about all the time about this 500 miles in front of you. You just 
take it step by step. And um, after a couple of hours, the first day, you get used to the walking, you get used to your backpack, and um, you arrive in your first hotel or alberg or wherever you want to sleep, and you think about it and you think, oh my God, that was just one day, I'm so exhausted, I'm full of blisters, I, my ankles are swollen, my muscle hurting, whatever, it's cr totally crazy. Because, I mean, of course, you're not used to this kind of um, distance and, distances and this kind of um, intense kind of workout. So you think or start thinking, oh my God, this is so much, I have another five weeks in front of me and um, how can I ever survive? And the answer to this is basically super easy. You just go to sleep. You try to get as much hours of sleep as you can to rest and to recharge. And the next morning, you pack your backpack and just start walking again. So that sounds very simple, right? Um, I know it's not magic. It's not nothing really you would not know. But the truth is to start or the truth to finish a project, which seems in the beginning very frightening and very crazy, is basically just start walking and start going with the flow. So that's the next thing which occurs to you. So the thing is, once you start walking, you realize that walking can be easy, right? You have times where you feel like very nice, you feel very um, empowered, you feel happy, you are lucky with everything, the weather is nice, um, the food is good, you have great wine, um, the landscape is beautiful, everything is super cool and super fine. And then there will be these moments where you feel, oh, I'm not feeling well today, I'm not feeling good at all, the landscape looks crappy, there's no good food or no food at all. Um, there might be problems with the backpack, you might have pain, you might miss your home, you might uh, want to sleep, you just don't want to really go any further. And um, on the other side, once you think about your options, there are no real options. So at this point, you decide just to move on and take it as it comes. And at some point during the day, when you go through this kind of phases where you don't feel good, you will experience that your mood can change in a way. The mood can definitely enhance to the better. And once you go through this kind of phases for a couple of times, you feel like, okay, well, now I get the point for some reason. So now I, I, I have this feeling that I can go through these bad phases. And at some point I feel better about myself. When I came out, come out of these phases, I'm happier. I can achieve what I really want to achieve. And so you just go on and have fun, basically. And this repeats day after day um, until the first week is over. And um, yeah, after the first week, you look at the time scale and you say, oh, it's only four weeks left if I go like this, or maybe only three weeks because I'm all of a sudden too fast. My body gets used to the intensity of the workout and um, it might all of a sudden be no problem to walk this whole thing in three weeks. And this was the point where I really realized that every project in life you encounter or you want to get done, basically, um, it is very important to, first of all, start walking. So 
if you want to write a book, you don't look on the book like, oh my God, it's like a thousand pages I have to write. This is impossible. No, you just start writing, right? So you start writing, you write your introduction, you do um, a little chapter overview, and um, then you will write every day, basically. And that's the thing. You will not give up on this. You will write every day. Even though you will not feel good about the writing today, even though the writing is, doesn't work out at all, even though you have to trash the whole thing for the whole day, you will just keep on going to f achieve your first chapter, let's say, after two or three or four weeks. So once you finish your first chapter, it's like the first week on the Camino, you basically feel, oh, and you look back and you feel like, oh my God, I already did this. That's amazing, actually. And um, once you reach a certain point in a project, it gives you the feeling like you are far too much into this project now to stop. And this is a really good feeling because this pushes you through also, uh, it pushes you through the bad phases as well, or helps you at least to push through. And this is really, a really, really um, nice feeling you can get when you get things done or when you get through the project. The next thing is um, when you think back about your, I mean, maybe you will not remember, I don't remember, uh, but if you think about or look at a, at a baby or a child who starts learning how to walk, a child starts walking not from now to, to, to I mean, it doesn't start walking or trying to start walking today and it is finished tomorrow. No, it goes over um, a couple of days, weeks, um, until it is like at this stage where it can just walk by itself. But the thing is, the baby would not give up on this. So there's no option, basically. So if a baby starts walking, if it falls down after the first try, it doesn't say, oh my God, it's so um, hard, I cannot do this. Um, oh my God, what, what I'm doing here? No, basically the baby just moves on right? So it does another step and it falls down. It does another step, it falls down. And what we really can learn from, from it, I would say, from the process is also to have fun with the process. Because usually when, when children fall down, or, or at least babies fall down when they start learning walking, they sometimes smile and they have fun. And, and it's just not a, a bad thing that they fail in this moment. It's more something like, oh my God, I tried it and it felt so good and I want to try it more, right? And I think this is one thing we can definitely learn from children when they start learning walking. And this is also part where I felt when I do a project today, of course, there might be problems, there might be things which, came up, which come up uh, while you do this project. But on the other side, you have to push through. You have to push through these days where you don't feel it, where you feel sick, where you feel tired, where you feel exhausted. Um, sometimes the magic doesn't happen and that's totally fine. I find myself sometimes in the studio and I shoot my stuff and I'm totally into the thing. I'm like, oh my God, this looks so cool. The shoes or whatever I shoot, they look perfectly lit. They, the color matches perfectly and I just could use this out straight out of the camera and just print it and it's done. But of course, a certain amount of tries I have or a lot of times as well, I look at the stuff and I say, well, you can do better first. And second, actually, I don't know. I don't feel it. I don't have this connection to the subject. I don't have the, the connection to the light. Um, something is missing today. The music um, is not the nicest. I'm hungry. Um, the meter uh, runs out of time. There's always something which can basically bother you. 
But also very important, and I think this is a very professional point as well, just keep going. One of the most important things, keep going with your craft, keep going with the things you really want to do. And once you hit a certain level of profan um, a certain level of skill, let's say it like this, you will feel much better about your failures as well, of course, because we all know there will be these days or maybe also weeks or months where you just don't feel it. And then you just maybe let it go for a little while or more important, you just keep pushing and you just try different things. So maybe instead of shooting products, I might shoot some portraits in a studio. Why not? So this is something I could also have fun with and I'm totally up to. And it might give you a different perspective on things and you might learn something new and you might all of a sudden feel, um, yeah, cool. One thing I really um, learned out of this shoot was a special lighting technique and I want to use this now for my products. Who knows? The most important thing is, as I said, don't give up. Go with the flow, basically. So go with the ups and downs and don't underestimate the power of setting little goals as well. So when you have this big project in front of you, right, it's good to just walk into it and just start. But on the other side, you also need like little chunks where you work on. So back in the days when I was like working as a project manager, I had um, projects where we had stuff like, um, oh, we want to start this campaign or we want to have a special website or we want to have this and that. Um, basically, also here, we had to start somewhere. And we started basically always sitting together, brainstorming about the outcoming of the project. So how should it look like? So we set a goal for the project. This is very important that you also put your goal or your um, way, what, what you, what you want to achieve, that you set boundaries around it. So let's say, for example, we want to um, do a portfolio for the next upcoming winter time. So we want to start a portfolio now. So we have four months left or we have three months left or whatever. And we want to do a new portfolio with 15 images and um, start shooting, right? So we could do this. But it is much better that you start planning your thing a little bit. So you want to have a little bit of a, of a feeling when you have to shoot, what you want to shoot, and you want to set this kind of like project boundaries. So, okay, let's say we have this portfolio going on. Once you decided to do a portfolio, um, you decide how many pictures you want, right? So we set 15 pictures and um, you also decide what you want to shoot. So maybe you want to shoot products. Like in my case, I would decide to shoot products and I want to have a certain mood. Let's say we want to have this kind of hipster mood uh, where we show products which are kind of um, classic, kind of new, which are expensive a little bit. So they are kind of have this nice um, look to them and... We also want to shoot in a studio most of the time and we want to publish every picture we shoot on Instagram during this time. All right, so we have a project setting, we have a goal to go um, with the project and once we have or mindstormed our goal, it is very important to have a little notebook on the side and to write down this goal. So. Don't fear writing down goals because this is a very important part of this whole concept. So once you start to commit to something like to your own project, also something 
I would almost say magical happens because when you write things down and you commit to something, you are, it's more likely that things gonna happen. And then we, let's say we have this whole project in front of us. We have this goal, portfolio, 15 images, products until the end of December. And um, once we have this, see, or we have to check, of course, the time frame. So how much time do we have left, right? So we have maybe um, two more months to finish it. Let's say we have, to make it easier, 15 weeks left in the year, and we decide to shoot every week another image. Here we go. So we write this down. We want to say, okay, we want to shoot every week uh, one image for the next 15 weeks, and in the end, we have 15 images we can present in a new portfolio. So you see where the point goes. So basically in the beginning, we have this big project in front of us where we say, oh, we want to build a new portfolio, right? Which seems like, oh my God, I don't know how much and how many and where and when and what. And um, once we start to really narrow it down to, to say, okay, now we will focus on 15 images. We will focus on product images and we will go, we have time, like let's say 15 weeks in front of us. So we narrow it down to one image a week um, in the end which is basically doable, I mean, very doable. And um, so we narrow it down to these things and we, we see all of a sudden, oh my God, it's not that hard basically to finish a portfolio in 15 weeks. So once you reach this point, you have these little chunks of, um, is it called chunks? It chunks sounds like chunk, so maybe I say it wrong. But um, once you have it down or break, broken it down into little uh, portions, um, you can start um, doing little tasks. So um, for every week you have maybe on a Sunday night you sit down or on a Monday morning and you sit down and you think about, okay, I have to shoot um, shoes um, this uh, week and what do I need? So you make yourself a little task list about your little sub-projects. I would call it like this. And yeah, one point would be, oh, you have to get the shoes, you have to rent a studio, you have to think about the gear you use, or maybe you need a special backdrop, or you need something to manage, you need something to organize, there's always something to do, of course, in a little project, like um, shooting something. And so you just go ahead, make this list, and this list keeps you basically going. And this list also gives you a little idea of what when you have to do stuff, when you have to run to get the shoes when you have to call the studio and stuff like this. Good. All right. So now we have set up every week. We have set up um, the shoot. Um, and now we have to keep going to do this for the next 15 weeks, of course, um, to finish up our 15 pictures. But of course, life is not um, easy and life, there's always something coming up. And now we have to handle these circumstances which come up. Sometimes positive, sometimes negative. Maybe tomorrow, um, I don't know, like a company will call you and will tell you, hey, we have here a new um, job opportunity for you. Do you want to shoot in, um, I don't know, in Argentina for a new shoe we launch next year in January? Therefore, we need the pictures as soon as possible. So you want to do it. And then you decide if you, of course, want to do it or not. Uh, I would guess you would like to take the job. And um, once you decided to do something else, which is not bad. It is just, it came up, you handled the problem or a new situation and you incorporate into this project. So maybe you don't, or you cannot finish in time. That means you have to 
um, push your timeline uh, to the back. So maybe now instead of like finish everything up by the end of December, you finish everything up by the end of January the next year, which is not too bad, which could be a, a, a possibility to go. Or if you want to finish by December 21st, you might think about shooting less pictures. So instead of 15, now you only shoot 10 more images because of time constraints. So this could all go together. So you can go for the job and you can also shoot your portfolio with a little bit of a adjusted um, timeline or, um, or you re reduce the amount of the pictures. But in the end, you did something and you finished it up, which is super important. All right, so far to our first little topic on our journey here through this new podcast series. And um, I hope it helped a little bit. I hope you got a little bit of an idea how to, or not, not an idea, I think you know all this kind of stuff. It's not that it's this new stuff. It's, I don't think it's for anybody new. It's, I don't think it's magic. But most of the people don't really follow this kind of easy stuff to finish things and to... Um, keep going with their projects and I think it's very important when you do something in life let's say a project in photography it can be any other project you have to organize a wedding you have to or you have to save money for a new car which is also a kind of a project so once you break your bigger projects down into little segments into little content pieces which you can easily manage it becomes much more yeah manageable in the end And you can do and finish much more in the end than if you would just start and you would lose interest because it is too big of a goal and you don't seem to make any progress. So think about that the next time you start a project. Maybe it helps. And um, if you have feedback or any other approaches to your projects, to your timelines, whatever you do in your life, um, let me know. You can always visit me on my website. It is scholzphotography.com slash podcast. This is where I publish all the podcasts. And you can leave comments there if you like for every episode. And you can also write me an email or contact me through Instagram or Facebook or whatever works for you. And I'm really looking forward, I'm really looking forward to hear from you. And I would say this is it for today. And I hear you soon. Stay safe and take care. Bye bye. Thank you.